Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of Chiefs Focus First and Ten. You are here with JP and Caleb on a beautiful Friday night. What's up, bro? Doing good, man. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Two more days. We're ready for football. I know, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to see the Chiefs see what they can do. And hey, man, we got a new face in the league now. Josh Gordon with the Chiefs, man. How does it make you feel? I'm happy, man. I'm happy, dude. When I found out about it, I was excited. You had brought it up, bro. You know, you put the uh, you put it out in the universe, and I know you wanted him here, and you, know, you put it out there. You put it in the stars, and and all of a sudden, uh, you know, you got that call, and it was like, yeah, baby, he's coming. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yep. You know what's yeah. great about it, though, is that, you know, with all the, you know, you, you, you put out the tweet on the focus page about, you know, what are, what are the thoughts, and everybody said, oh, God, if he can stay off drugs, you know, he's going to be his babysitter, and all the other shit, he's out of shape, he's been the other, and I had told Harold Pete, you know, that day, you know, I called him, and I said, hey, man, Josh Gordon's here, and he goes, really? And I said, yeah, and he said, oh, wow, and I said, dude, the bros, the guy's ripped. I said he's in good shape. Mm -hmm. I said he's been practicing, you know, staying in shape since he left. And, mm -hmm. you know, working out with high school guys, college guys. Yeah. And then he put out that video. On yeah. And everybody was in said, shape. Oh, damn. He's ripped. Yeah, yeah. he is ripped. Mm -hmm. He looks good. You know, he looks real good. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't look like he's lost much of his step. I mean, he, he looks like he finally we finally have the receiver they can just throw it up to the end zone and he'll just go up and get it. Yeah. That's the luck yeah. we finally have, and that's what's the important thing right now is because Josh Gordon, I mean, I didn't realize he was that tall. I didn't realize he was that muscular. And I was like, wow, they cheat yeah. just really lucked out on someone great. And I think I saw uh something on Twitter or someone was saying, I forgot who it was, maybe the Arrowhead Pride or something, but they were saying that he wants to be in a stable condition. So he may want to be here for three, four years because you know yeah. he's been bouncing around the league and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this is a good organization for for him. And, you know, he didn't have the issues. Everybody made it out like he was this, you know, drug-crazed lunatic. And, you know, mm -hmm. he did all these crazy things. He really didn't. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, he had some issues, but it wasn't near what It was pretty much just had. weed. That's all it really was. That That's all it really was. Yeah. And, they don't and do they even for test for that? They don't test for that now anymore? Nope. That's okay, not well, even on the, it's not even on the test board now. So I thought it was kind of funny because someone on there was a something going around Twitter, and one of my friends sent it to me, and someone said, "Whoever is selling weed, do not sell anything to Josh Gordon." <laughs> Hashtag cheese team, like, uh oh, <laughs> they were really like in unison, like, let's not, <laughs> please. So, <laughs> well, so, yeah. you know, the whole thing is, I mean, you know, it's, I guess somebody brought up to the the fact that you know it slows down your cognitive functions and things, but. I guess if you're smoking it, maybe, but, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, I don't really do it, so I don't know what it does mm -hmm. or doesn't do, but in the same aspect, I guess if you do edibles or something of that nature, it probably doesn't really affect your lungs or anything of that nature, so mm -hmm. it's not going to slow him down any, and uh, I, I think I think he wants to be, you know, he's got people to worry about and people to take care of, and I think he wants yeah. to be you know, a normal person. And I don't, I'm not saying that people that smoke weed aren't normal. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that he wants to be in a stable position in his life. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's at a point that he's got some, some responsibilities and that's, yeah. that's what, you know, what he's going to do. He's going to take care of his responsibilities. This is a great organization to help mm -hmm. somebody along, you know, exactly. And, you know, we got a great group of, of court coaches and an organization that's done that for so many people. So, 
he's in he's in the right place to be, get help. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. That's one thing. Andy is always good working with players. I mean, as controversial as Terrell Owens, I feel like kind of that stuff was in a way somewhat overblown. But when you kind of look at stuff like that, Andy has always been there to help these guys who have been somewhat ostracized. I mean, you got Terrell Owens, you got Michael Vick, you got more that didn't have a chance. Andy brought them in, and then next you know, they become the next best thing. So I really think that um, this could help Josh Gordon here, and I think we finally have the receiver that can help us in the red zone. Exactly. finally yeah when yeah, do you think he's gonna start man you know honestly you know when i first heard about it and i think i told you that day um mm -hmm. that you know they thought you know maybe mid-october and i was thinking well you know that's uh, a little late it's a little late but uh he you know he proved to everybody that honestly i think he's probably going to start week five week six week five okay maybe, so right I now we are in week four yeah so, so he might start the next week, you're saying. Yeah, not this week, but next week. Next week. And I think against probably, the Bills. Yeah. And I think, you know, you're not going to see him come out and just, you know, be in every play, but you're going to see. Oh, him, yeah. You know, they're going to gradually bring him in, maybe one or two, three plays. And then mm -hmm. starting week six on, you're going to see more and more of them. And probably okay. if he does well by week nine, you're going to see a lot of them. Week eight, week well, nine. I, you're the the goal is to hopefully you can't double team everyone. So if you can have Josh Gordon and Tyreek Hill. And Kelsey out there, and then put him a McColl or a Pringle, or even a uh, or a um, Robinson. That just yeah. you can't double team anyone. You just basically have to do is put a, bl a blanket over the top, and they can get anything in the middle, basically. And Josh, exactly. the only thing I'm concerned with, will he be able to buy into the system? Because he wants, he, he seems like he's at a point where he's like, I want stability. So it looks like he really wants to try to do what he can do to help. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do don't his think thing. He's, I don't think he's. I don't think he has that ego. I think okay. that ego's gone now. I mean, you know, it's it's he. I, I know that they had talked to him two or three times prior to signing him, and mm -hmm. you know, because I had you know you and I had talked about that, and they wouldn't have signed him if he had the ego that he was wanted to come out and be number one. He wanted to have mm -hmm. so many receptions. He wanted to be exactly. You know, so he knows how our system works, and he knows that. There's going to be times he may not see the field for okay. a quarter or two quarters or whatever. The case. I think you honestly, and this is my opinion, you have to have at least out of the, so this is the trigger I'm just talking about. Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Gordon. He needs it. They need to at least have two of them out there every other play. Yeah. At least two of them. Now, Grant, you might do a four tight end set. You're not going to run do that. I feel like in that instance, you can have fourths in there kind of help with that spot. But I feel like you need to have those guys out there, at least two out of the three every time. Big games, three pretty much all the time, unless you can do four or five wide. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you. I agree mm -hmm. with you. And I think the four tight end set, we're going to see that um, more and more as, as the season goes on. Um, that is something that, you know, we, we – we we haven't seen in the past and and mm -hmm. that's the reason why we kept who we kept and we mm -hmm. brought jody up well not just the only reason we brought jody up but jody has proven himself to be a phenomenal player and and he he worked and grinded to get exactly to exactly he deserves it you know he absolutely deserves it so he belongs on this field he belongs on the 53 and when the, when he's targeted he does a great job. He's a phenomenal I mean, blocker. he caught the touchdown pass. That was, I mean, 
basically put us back in the game. Yeah. So this offense, that showed we only beat ourselves with turnovers. But when we do stuff like we did in the second half, for the most part, we can win games. Yeah, definitely. And like we have talked about, you know, last week, you know, on the last two shows, I should say, they have got to let Mahomes cook, be himself, play his game, and we'll be just fine. It mm-hmm. just is what it is. I mean, this this pocket passer thing, it's great in some scenarios, but he's got to be able to play his game. And yeah, he's not a pocket passer. No, he's not. He's he's the guy that he he was in you know 2018, 2019, 2020. That's who he needs to be. And as long as they mm-hmm. allow him to do that and not worry so much about what happened in Denver, and I know they're scared. I've talked to people. You, as you know, that have said that the fear factor is what got them worried a little bit. I understand that, but they went out and they got an offensive line that can protect That was him. two years ago, though, too. I mean, two years ago. I mean, Blake Bell used to be a former quarterback out of Oklahoma. He can do the take the snaps under center if need be. I mean, we saw him do that. He went, mo- he went into motion. They came back, hiked the ball, got the yard real quickly. So you can do different things. You can put Kelsey there if you want to. Exactly. I mean, you can put many different players. It's just I understand where they're coming from, but sometimes you have to take a risk. And I think Mahomes probably knows what I need to do differently. So yeah. yeah, I agree. And and that's the thing. I mean, he's not he's not as scared as everybody else is. I mean, he's yeah. not as nearly as worried as they are. In fact, I don't think he's really scared at all. Um, he's proven that he's taken off and you know, yeah, take, he put a he whole season a, for the yeah, most part. Look at the hit he took. Was that last week? He took a hell of a hit and just got right back up and kept on going. Yeah. So it's just part of the game and and they've got to realize that that's just his game and that's what they that's what they drafted him for that's what they've they signed on for and that's what he signed on for this is part of it exactly uh they've got to realize that and you know on the defensive side of the ball they stepped up last week they played a lot better and Mm. uh until they got gassed of course and Mm -hmm. it's time to allow those guys to rest in between they're playing well of course we still need to you know when we get willie gay back that's going to be a huge thing which i'm from what i understand not this week but next week we may see him back on the field is the toe injury getting better not yes. toe, not not turf toe but toe not injuries toe, are getting better yes his toe injury is getting better and he's progressing well and um from what i understand we, we're not going to see him this week but we may see him next week and mm-hmm. uh once he's back on the field, things will change. From what I understand, um, we're going to see Thornhill a lot more. Um, okay, finally. That's good. Finally. So uh, there was some things that I'm not going to bring up uh, that were causing some things to go on and, and the reasons why we didn't see Thornhill that I was told. And I'm not going to bring that up because that's not my place to bring it up. But those mm-hmm. have been supposedly those have been rectified. And uh, with that being said, uh, we'll just move on from that part of it. But mm-hmm. I think things are going to be changing and uh, we're going to see a different side of the Chiefs. We're going to see the old Chiefs with a new with, I guess, a new um, how should I say this? A new a new a new snap. A new. Well, that's good. That's what we need. Yeah. We so, need to go into Philadelphia and shut them up. Andy yeah. can get his 100, 200, well, 100 win as an equal. Us. I mean, yeah. we have with us, yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sure that's going to happen. I don't have a doubt that that's going to happen. We just spent, you know, we did a, a crossover show, actually two, 
one mm -hmm. on our side, one on the on 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 his side, uh, a YouTube channel show with uh, yeah. Bird, mm -hmm. Bird Gang Thirty One, and it, it was a great show. Love that guy. Very 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 intelligent, very intelligent individual that uh, understands the game, understands the philosophy of the game, and really just an all around great guy that really made sense in everything that he said and it was nice to hear somebody that or listen to someone that made sense you know you always talk to people that or listen to people especially on twitter that they they ramble on and they talk about things that they really don't get but uh, he really made sense about everything on the chief side of the ball on the eagle side of the ball within coaching within the players and it just made sense all the way around. And that was a great time to, to, to be on a, a crossover show with somebody that really made sense and understood the game. So he made a lot of sense with the coaching situation going on in uh, Philadelphia. And, and you know, he, he brought up a great point with a rookie coaching staff and a rookie quarterback. Uh, they're, they're struggling in a lot of ways, as, as we are. Um, in different, they're struggling in different ways, but mm. a lot of it stems from their coaching and the, and the way that they're doing things. You know, he, their coach is doing a lot of sporadic things and trying to hurry up and get back in the game and not, you know, he's not sticking to his game plan and, and doing things that are just kind of off the cuff and, and just mm -hmm. a fear factor, I guess, is getting to him. And yeah. the same thing's happening to Hertz and, uh, it, it, that's just growing pains with a football team. They do have their franchise quarterback. I don't have a doubt. They do. I, I agree with you there. So, I mean, it's just going to take time. You know, it is what it is. Their offensive line is struggling and they've got a, you know, they've got some beast on their defensive line. You know, it is what it is. They've got them out there and they've got a beast of a corner. So, you know, we can't take anybody for granted, but in the same aspect, this is not a team that we have to worry about. You know, I agree, man. I think they're gonna. Be, it's gonna be a good matchup. I'm just hoping the Chiefs can do everything they're supposed to do, get the stops, uh, score touchdowns, and bury them early like you. They've always been able to. That's my yeah. goal, and hopefully they can do that. Yeah, yeah. But this is the week that Andy. I love what Andy said. That was hilarious. You know, we we brought it up on on our show, but you know when he said when they asked him about getting his, you know, basically making history and getting his hundredth win, you know, with two different franchises and you know, and, and asked him about his, you know, two straight losses. He said, well, you know, I was building, you know, I was holding out for this Eagles, you know, so I could do it against the Eagles. And I thought that was great that he said that, you know, it's just Andy yeah. jumping around and especially after sure. what he just went through. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. You know, Andy's, you know, you could tell he wasn't a hundred percent, but mm -hmm. the, the guy's a bull. Okay. Look, yeah. To come out and I'm not going to get into details about what went on with him. That's up to him. If he ever wants to bring that up. Um, but you and I know, and I, I got to give it to that man. He is a bull, and mm -hmm. I, I, I got to give it to him. Just unbelievable, mad respect for Andy Reid. Um, uh, yeah, I agree, even, man. Even more that than we ever had before. So uh, he's gonna. We honestly didn't think he was gonna be on the sidelines this weekend, and sounds like he's gonna be there. So yeah, I think he's gonna be there. Yeah, so it, it's just looking better and better for us. And uh, getting into the Frank Clark situation right now, he's extremely doubtful to play. We don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of like, he had a hamstring issue one leg, now the other. So it's kind of like, I don't know what they're going to do, man. We need pass rush help. We really do. So it's like, 
hopefully he can come back. I mean, it was worth it to have him on the team to help us win that Super Bowl, but it's just ever since that second year, he's just been kind of having issues. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just been kind of frustrating. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I'm hearing things that I'm not going to say on the show, but um, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't, but it, it it's just uh, – it's a situation that, they got to work out and it, you know, they're looking at avenues and if it, you know, I, I really can't get into that part of it, but it, it, there's going to be some things that, you know, ultimatums made and, or I guess brought up and, and things are going to have to change one way yeah. or another, but. Um, well, we just need some more production, man. I mean, he just kind of disappeared. It seems like. Yeah. It's really weird. Like he's just not getting the pressure off the edge like he used to. I mean, with that Super Bowl run, he was on a whole nother level. Yeah. He was on a whole nother level. It's just he hasn't been that. So I don't, I don't know, man. It's just kind of been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I mean, we talked about it on, on our crossover show. And, you know, you know, they, he had talked about, Bergang had talked about Carson Wentz and mm-hmm. how he had loved Carson Wentz, you know, when he came in and he noticed after his injury and a lot of it, and he had said the same thing. A lot of it had to do with the fan base in Philadelphia and how tough they are mm-hmm. on, um, on their players and how it's very difficult to be a player in Philadelphia. And, mm-hmm. you know, it is, I mean, it, that's a tough town to play football in, you know, you're great. You know, one minute they love you, the next minute they want you out of town. And yeah, and, you know, that's a lot of their fan base. That's not just like we have our 15%, they have their mm-hmm. 70%. So, yeah. you know, and players are people too. And, they go on Twitter. They see everything that's said. They go on social media. That's the, you know, that's the difference between my era and the guys that I know that played versus mm-hmm. now. They didn't have to see all that stuff. You know, they may have heard it if they went out somewhere. But most of the time, to be honest with you, the guys that I hung out with, if they had a bad game and we were out somewhere, most of the people just said, hey, have a great game next week. You know, shrug it off. Nobody mm-hmm. really gave them trouble like they do now. But it wasn't yeah. a bunch of younger guys that didn't really understand the game like it is today. Well, everybody's an expert now. So Oh yeah, everybody's an expert. You know, they so they, yeah. So it's just kind of how it is. But uh, you know, I think we're gonna bounce back and I think we're gonna bounce back with a vengeance. And this okay. is not the team that stays down. And like Mahomes said, you know, everybody, you know, everybody does better with adversity. You know, mm-hmm. you need a little bit of adversity. Yeah. If you don't have it, you don't learn from it. Mm-hmm. So it just is what you it think is. they're going to lose more games this season. They're at two. You know, it's, it's hard to say that they won't lose more games. I, in my heart, I want to say, no, I want to say they're not going to lose any more games. It would be hard pressed for me to say they won't, but I can say this knowing this football team and this coaching regime, I could say that there's a probability that that may be the only two games they lose. We're playing hmm. the toughest schedule other than the Eagles. We're really playing our hardest schedule up front where the Raiders and the Broncos are playing their easiest schedule up front. We're playing mm. our toughest schedule up front. Yeah. And I think our schedule, if I, the last time I looked, it was, I think it was the fifth toughest schedule in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody had his fifth, somebody had his seventh, and somebody had his 11th. So regardless, we're, you know, we've got one of the toughest schedules in the league right now. Mm-hmm. So, and then again, if you look at the, you know, Super Bowl winners last year, they pretty much got a cakewalk for the entire season. So it's, it's, it's hard to, 
to justify how the schedules are put together sometimes. But mm -hmm. right now, I'm not going to put it on who we play. I'm going to put it on how we play. Yeah. And that's just how it is. Um, you know, everybody's got to gel and, and come together. Mm -hmm. So right now it looks like, you know, the defense is starting to gel. Baker's coming along really strong. Mike Hughes is playing better. They're you know, great. I, I still don't understand on Twitter. You know, we sign Gordon and then we hear, can he play defense? What was wrong with the defense last week? The defense didn't do anything wrong. It's they were on the field too many times. Yeah. You're going to give a point. I mean, a prime example was that Jack Saxonville, basically. There was a time whenever the Chiefs broke him, they had one of the best defenses. But since the offense couldn't score, they were getting up 40 points a game because they were getting like nine, 10 possessions. The, yeah. the other, the deep, the offense were scoring on half, uh, what, seven or eight of them. So yeah. you really can't, you can only do so much as a defense unless you're that legit. But you can't keep that up the entire game. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah, the first couple of games we didn't, our defense wasn't the greatest, but we mm -hmm. changed that in week three and we played a very tough football team, a great, a very good offense. And mm -hmm. for the most part, we did a very good job of, of holding them down until we just were worn out. You know, yeah, I mean, they gave, mm -hmm. what's that? No, so yeah, man, they gave up those 13 points. I mean, that's, I mean, they, that it should have been 28. Yeah, where the offense was, but they defense held for the most part. So exactly, I mean, exactly. When you're on the field, 67% of the time, halfway through the game, you're going to get gassed. I mean, your rotation guys were worn out. You know, your guys that are rotating in are worn out. That's sad, you know, mm -hmm. no matter how you look at it. So there's not much you can do. You can just get better. And that's yeah, what I they're agree. doing. They're going to get better. And everybody just needs to stay positive. Give these guys some positive encouragement and move forward with it. That's all you can do. I agree. Um, we don't need a bunch of Kevin Keatsman's out there running their mouths and putting these guys in the dirt because eventually it's just going to make it worse on everybody. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it just is what it is. But um, what, do you, what are your overall thoughts of this game coming up, man? Hey, man, I want to see Josh Gordon play. That won't, that's not going to happen. But I think the Chiefs are going to bounce back. I think when it comes down to the end of the day, they're going to be able to um, they're going to be able to attack. They're going to be able to score. The defense is going to do their thing. And I, I see Andy getting that win. It's going to take a group effort, though. I mean, the Eagles aren't a cakewalk. They're a tough team. But if the Chiefs can get them down early and keep getting them down and force their coach to continue to want to pass the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball, then the Chiefs have a good chance of winning this game. And I think the defense are going to get a couple of interceptions this week. I really do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Um, you know, we talked about it. Hertz has got a real problem with staring down his receivers. Mm -hmm. well, that's and, probably something Tyron's already been talking about. Yeah. And it's I watched the game, and I'm like, wow. I mean, he made um, – and I always forget that that guy's name, that safety's name or whatever he is, a DB's name mm -hmm. that plays for Dallas. I can't think of his name right now, but he made him look like a superstar because, mm -hmm. I mean, he stared down that receiver for a good four seconds before he threw exactly. the ball. Mm -hmm. And I think anybody could have, you know, intercepted that pass. Yeah. I mean, he's, 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 this is a second year, so he's going to still learn. But I think Hertz is the future for them. Excuse me. At the end of the day, they're going to have to learn some different things, but I think it's going to work out for them. <laughs> oh, I agree. I, I, I fully agree. Um, they, they're just going to have to gel just like every other football team has to gel and they're going to have to make some adjustments and, and they will. I mean, it's just going to take them time. Yeah. You know, they got a first year head coach. They got a first year defensive coordinator. They got a first year offensive coordinator. I mean, their whole, their whole 
basically their entire coaching staff are rookies. So, yeah, you know, and then you got a bunch of rookies on the field, you know, and then you got some, honestly, I mean, you got some of their veterans that are making mistakes right now. A lot That's of the, what the guy know, was Berging was saying last night. Like a lot of the penalties were actually from the veterans. And I kind of thought that was crazy because you think it'd be the rookies, but no, it's the veterans causing all the issues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're the heavy, the most heavy, heaviest penalized team in the league right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't change that, that's never going to help them. You know, they're never going to mm-hmm. get straightened out. So it just is part of the, part of the learning curve, I guess. But that's you true. Know, with us, true. We've, we've got a learning curve of our own right now. And we're, we're, we're learning as we go. We got a lot of veterans that are, are, you know, and then again, we, we don't get a lot of the love that other teams get. Uh, oh, that's true. You know, so it's, 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 that's part of what, our players have to learn as well. You know, I watched a play last week and I was kind of uh, during our game. That was pretty surprising mm-hmm. to me. You know, they called us a couple of plays that were really sad that the defensive pass interference call was sad. Yeah. There was a holding call on us that I was pretty surprised about, but then I watched them grab, I'm trying to remember who they grabbed by the Jersey. I don't know if it was Chris Jones or who it was but they were holding his inner shirt like this. Yeah. Okay. And they just pulled on it and it was blatant. There was no one else around him and you can watch them and they were pulling the shirt down out of his Jersey and they never called that as a holding call. And this is something I've been saying. Either the chiefs pass rush is that bad or they're getting held on almost every play. That's one thing I've kind of noticed. It's like, why are they having such an issue getting pass rush? I noticed when they play certain teams, it looks like it looks like they're holding. But also, I've been kind of realizing, I'm like, this is really, really weird. So I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. They got to get some pass rush, or maybe they're being held. But it seems like it takes a her- Herculean effort from Chris Jones just to get in the backfield some plays. And I don't think it's really his fault at the end of the day as well. No, it's not. And part of the thing too is that, you know, they did move him around a lot, and I think you know he 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 does so much better on the inside he's fast but he's he's learning that edge and or the corner and and Mm -hmm. again against a lamar jackson that was kind of a in my opinion a mistake i mean you just don't put somebody out there that the first time the first time that's just against a guy like lamar he doesn't pass well everybody knows that i mean the guy had 51 yards in the halfway or three quarters of the way through the second quarter 51 yards passing, but and mm-hmm. that's pretty interceptions bad. and two interceptions, but you still, he ran the ball like nobody's business because nobody can get to him. And I think I brought it up on that, that show we, we had with bird gang is that, you know, I'm watching Dallas against the Eagles and their, mm-hmm. their corners just are their Their edge just comes off the ball. So quick. Talk about I the mean, Eagles edge. No, the Dallas edge. I mean, yeah, just so fast, man. And that's what we're Maybe lacking. Get is one. Just that quickness and that speed mm-hmm. off the edge. I and agree. If we had that, I mean, it would be just so much. Just a, such a different defensive line. And that's I, I just, agree. You know, we're missing that. You know, that's huge. So, and it's a trickle down effect. We've talked about this so many times, but when you know, everybody complains about the secondary and they complain about this and that and the other. Our secondary doesn't do anything wrong, but they just- don't. They play pretty good for the most part. Now, granted, did Mike Hughes kind of get exposed against uh, Mike Williams? Yeah. I mean, that's just going to happen sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it does. 
but it's it's a trickle down thing, man. I mean, if your defensive line is making mistakes, it it hurts your secondary. It just does mm -hmm. because they they it throws their assignment off and they they don't know which way to go, mm -hmm. and they, they have to cover you know whoever the defensive line misses. So it, it just <clears throat> it, it throws every it throws the scheme off. So mm -hmm. you know it's hard to it's hard to come back from that and it's hard to adjust. So we we just have to we we've got to just sure up that defensive line a little bit more and I think we'll be okay. I agree. I think we'll be okay. Just give it a little bit of time, but I think it'll work out. But I think this could be the time where the every every offense, defense, special teams they just kind of come together. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think everybody's excited about Gordon coming in and and I know I am. I mean, I don't care what Oh, for sure. You know, I don't care what the couch GMs want to say, but I think he's going to, I think he's going to make a huge impact. And, you know, I, I'm hoping that the other wide receivers, mm. mainly one doesn't take this to heart and think that he's, you know, being shunned or, you know, because he's not, this is just, this is an opportunity to open up the playbook. The they playbook. need other playmakers. They do. And it just helps. It helps open up for other wide receivers abilities. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're, when you're covered, you're covered. Okay. When you're, when you've got two stars on your team and then they know that you're the third star, they're going to cover you guys one way or another. It just is what it is. But when you can get three or four guys out there that are just dominant in every way, mm -hmm. they can't cover everybody. That's how That's we true. were when we had Sammy. Okay. Mm -hmm. When we had Sammy, he was on the field. They couldn't cover everybody and they, they knew couldn't. It. You know, and Sammy be the odd guy out getting the getting catches exactly. sometimes. Exactly. You know, and then McColl would be the odd guy out. You know, mm -hmm. that rookie year of McColl's when he was a breakout rookie that just did everything right and everybody loved him it was because mm -hmm. Sammy was on the field and he this opened is gonna up to help him. Yeah, it opened up the field for McColl. You know, it is what it is. So that's just what Josh is going to do now. He's going to open the field up for everybody else on you know on mm -hmm. that offense in the wide receiver room to be able to shine. And yep. I hope that's how they take this. You know, a lot of these guys, they wear stuff on their sleeve, especially McColl. And I hope he just understands that this is all it's going to do is help him, you know? Mm -hmm. So, well, I think he's going to benefit greatly. I really yeah. do. Yeah, they all are. They all are. You're not going to mm -hmm. see no more Tyreek getting, you know, a, a 15 yards or 30 yards. I guarantee you that that ain't going to happen again. Once Josh is on the field. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone's going to be eating. I mean, we it's going to be crazy, but it'd be kind of cool to see three receivers get 100 yards each or at least 75. I'm pretty sure that's a record. I really oh, do. Guarantee it. I mean, guarantee it. It's just going to be it's going to be so nice to see that happen. I mean, you know, we watched Tyreek get what you have 209 yards in one quarter against yeah. the Bucks. You know, I mean, yep, that, on like four catches, I think, four, no, four yeah. or five catches. Yeah. Uh, that's that we're going to see that again. You know, we're going to see Mahomes throwing these bombs and doing what he does. You know, it, it's going to be back to what we used to have. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, you can say, I don't care if he's 30 years old or not take four years off of that because he's not been beat up. He's not been out on the field for four, at least four of those years. He hasn't mm -hmm. been beaten up and, 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 and out, you know, running hard and doing all this stuff that he's that the other wide receivers have at 30 years old. So it, to me, I think, you know, you really picked up a 26, 27 year old guy that's in his prime and looks like he's in his prime. I agree. Yeah. It always makes me laugh. And everybody said, damn, I didn't know he was that big. 
you know, he's a big dude. I didn't realize either. Tyron compared him to Calvin Johnson. I was like, wow, that's quite a comparison. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big guy, man. I mean, he really is. Mm-hmm. He's got the size. He's got the speed. He's got the hands. And I think he's got the mentality to come in here and play hard. And I think he's really ready to be able to just come in and do his thing. And mm-hmm. I think he's going to. So, um, with that being said, I don't know what else we got, man, but uh, I'm ready to watch this game, bro. I'm, I'm just ready right, to man. see us stomp somebody in the ground. I really Well, am. the last time the Chiefs played the Eagles, Kelsey had a phenomenal game. Um, I think he had the shovel pass touchdown where he dove from the five-yard five, five yard line. Remember yeah. that he stepped to the ball like that? Yeah. Kareem Hunt had his thing back in the day when he was with us. He did awesome. Uh, Chris Jones, though, he had, I think, two and a half sacks, and then he also had an interception. Carson Wentz was coming back. He threw the ball. It hit off of Justin Houston's helmet because he was trying to throw in the ground, and yeah. Chris Jones got it. So Chris Jones got his first career interception. So maybe, man, he can get a second one. You never know. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be one of those games where everybody right now everybody's fired up and they're pissed off and I think it's just going to be it's going to be a a, a halay. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just going to be a crazy game. Uh, one thing I do want to bring up and I know it's not something that everybody wants to hear about, but that fight at Arrowhead was stupid. Mm. Um that was just absolute ignorance. I don't know if I've seen something like that in years at Arrowhead that got to that point in the stands. That was kind of ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what brought it on, but it was between, from what I understand, it was between two cheese stands, three, actually mm-hmm. three cheese stands. And yeah. one of the guys ended up getting hurt really bad, uh, ended up in the hospital, facial Ooh. issues. And um, I think he's still in the hospital. Oh, no. So uh, from what I heard, one of them is banned for life, can never go back to Arrowhead the one that was throwing the major punches. The guy was completely knocked out and he kept. Yeah. Hitting. I saw that. They said the, the video Twitter video was saying the guy was knocked out, but he kept punching. I was like, how are you still going to punch someone yeah, after I mean, they already knocked out? Yeah. What was the point of that? I mean, there was no reason to continue to do that, you know? Yeah. But he's banned for life from what I understand. And um, I don't think he's, you know, deservingly. So he should not be able to come back and, you know, cheese fans are not, we're not Raiders fans. We shouldn't do things like that. There's just no reason for it. So let's uh, let's you know hope that guy's okay and and let's pray you know let's let's keep that stuff to a minimum. We're we're better than that. It's just the way it is. We're just mm-hmm. better than that. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to say prayers out to that guy and I hope he's okay because that was kind of insane and ridiculous all the way around. So um, anyway, uh, we talked about a giveaway last week on the show and we're gonna put it out um, when. Think we're doing sunday before the sunday. game sunday before the game so everybody get ready for that oh, and 10 a.m uh, i think yeah 10 a.m well, no, sunday. 11 10 11 a.m yeah. we're gonna put it out it's a 12 it's a it's a noon game so mm-hmm. we're gonna put it out right before the game about an hour before the game so everybody get ready for that and uh keep following because we got a lot of those coming up this year a lot mm-hmm. and we're gonna strategic strategically put those out so uh by the way we have two giveaways that are going to come out per following or follower count on Twitter. And these are giveaways that everybody's going to want. So how this is going to work is that when we get to 30,000 followers, we're going to have a a really amazing giveaway. But when we get to 40,000 followers, we're going to have even a better giveaway. 
and it's something that everybody's going to want and uh, something that Caleb and I wish to God we could keep, but we would rather give it to you guys. So with that being said, start, make sure you're following, make sure you are uh, listening to the show because it's all going to be dependent upon following and listening to the show. And hopefully you guys are doing so because this is something you guys are not going to, you definitely don't want to miss this. So with that being said, what else you got, brother? I think we're all good, man. Thank you oh. guys for listening to the show. Sorry, what'd you say? I want to tell you happy huh? birthday. Uh, <laughs> thanks, man. Coming up on, uh, what day is that? I know what day Sunday. it is. What day is Sunday, it's brother. Game. I've, they haven't won on my birthday week in a long time. Usually that's when they're, um, usually the Chiefs start a hot and then that's the weekend they lose normally. So hopefully they can win it this time. That'd be nice. Yep. Well, your birthday's coming up on Sunday and I want to mm-hmm. wish you a happy birthday and, uh, appreciate it, man. You, uh, you are a uh, good friend and I want to uh, wish you a great one and hopefully the Chiefs pull one out for you. And, uh, with that being said, man, the rest of it's for you. What do you got? Yeah, man, just thank you guys for listening to the show. We really do appreciate it. Thank you, JP, your awesome friend as well, pulling pulling this whole thing together. As JP said, things are coming slowly but surely, but everything's on the great path. So just thank you guys for tuning in to listen to the show. The giveaway should be coming out sometime tomorrow morning before the game, so just be on Twitter at Chiefs Focus and also at JP Chiefs, and you'll be able to see the giveaway on one of our two pages, retweeted. Yep. yep. All right, guys, appreciate it. Peace out. See you next time, Chiefs. God bless.